0: Welcome back to Last That Channel. My name is Anton Vyeltsin. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. Last week, I posted a video discussing a case where police officers received a warrant, meaning they had probable cause to believe that the property contained evidence of a crime, even though they knew that the owner of the property was innocent of any crimes. So we discussed whether that search was legal. This week, we're gonna discuss a case that's similar to it, just a different variation, whether police officers can search a vehicle if they have probable cause to arrest a passenger of that vehicle or if that passenger does not provide identification. I encourage you to review the video from last week and of course, before we go on, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube and subscribing, telling your friends about this channel. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording, give it a 5-star review rating. And finally, if you want to support my channel, check out some of the merch on my website at lostash.com. It includes some of these t-shirts that say, do not arrest this person, baseball hats, and so on. Thank you. Quick message from Lost Stash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeltzsen discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California state courts on the Lost Ash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lawstache YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today, we're discussing a Ninth Circuit case, United States versus Rogers. First, let me give you some factual background. Around 3.30 in the morning, officers are conducting a general patrol of a high crime area known for underage prostitution and vehicular thefts. They're driving around and doing records checks on license plate numbers looking for outstanding warrants and stolen vehicles they encounter Mr. Rogers driving a Pontiac Grand M when they insert the information from the license plate into their system they see that the color does not match the registration shows a gold Pontiac but they observe a black Pontiac so they pull over Mr. Rogers and they begin their investigation they talk to him about the car, get his information, including his ID. While they talk to him, they find out that Mr. Rogers recently repainted his vehicle, but he didn't have money to update registration. While they're checking on the vehicle, they notice that there's a female passenger sitting up front, who seems nervous and is not making eye contact with any of the officers. This particular female is also looking roughly 12-14 years old. So they ask her what is she doing and whether she has an ID on her. She says that she does not have identification and that she's 19 years old. They ask her for her birthday. She tells her birthday to the officers. The numbers check out. The birth date does in fact match with her being 19 years old but the officer is still suspicious so he gets both of the passenger and mr roger out of the vehicle separates them he asks mr rogers what is he doing with this particular female he explains to the officers that this is a family friend that he's driving home when they ask the female passenger again how old she is she again confirms her her 19 years of age. The officer conducts a records check on that information which reveals that this person with this name and this birthday has an outstanding warrant. The only thing that doesn't match is the birth year. The officer thinking that something is still suspicious goes into the vehicle and tries to look for this female information the driver's license. Now, we know that the passenger said that she didn't have the driver's license. He never, the officer never saw a purse or anything belonging to the passenger in the vehicle. Despite that, he goes inside and looks around the area immediately in control of the passenger, so around that corner of the vehicle. He doesn't find the ID, but he does find some methamphetamine. The officer then arrests Mr. Rogers for possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine in violation of Section 841, and then conducts a full search of the vehicle and a search of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers has marijuana on him and some other items, and then the vehicle reveals more methamphetamine, Oxycontin pills, a firearm. Now, at the end of the day, Mr. Rogers gets arrested and convicted of possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine in violation of section 841, being a felon in possession of a firearm in violation of section 922G, and having a firearm while trafficking narcotics, which is a violation of 924C. Mr. Rogers says that the vehicular search was illegal in violation of the Fourth Amendment, and all of the evidence should have been suppressed at the trial level. Now, the Ninth Circuit first starts off with the initial stop. We know that the officers can only stop a vehicle if they have reason to believe that somebody committed a crime or if there's some other traffic violation. In this situation, There's a real doubt whether the officers had reason to believe that a crime has been committed. Like I previously told you, having the color mismatch with the registration is not an arrestable offense. And the fact that they're in a high crime area doesn't add much to that reasonable suspicion. While we have that question, the Ninth Circuit moves on and says that really the evidence should have been suppressed for other reasons. So let's discuss the search of the vehicle. We know that the Fourth Amendment protects against unreasonable searches and seizures. And generally speaking, officers need to have a warrant before they conduct a search. But there is also what's called the automobile exception. If the officers have probable cause to believe that the vehicle contains contraband, they can search that vehicle in any areas inside that vehicle where they have probable cause to believe that they will find those items. So here, there's a real question whether automobile exception applies. The government asserts that the officers had probable cause to believe that the female passenger committed two misdemeanor crimes, obstructing a police officer and making false or misleading statements to a public servant. But remember from last week, the fact that you have probable cause to arrest doesn't mean that you have probable cause to search and vice versa. In fact, here's what the Ninth Circuit says. Probable cause to arrest concerns the guilt of the arrestee, whereas probable cause to search an item concerns the connection of the item sought with the crime and the present location of the items. What is missing in the search of Rogers' vehicle for the female's identification is any specific particularist fact indicating that the female had the identification, and that such identification was located in Rogers' car. Although the officer testified extensively about the facts that he relied upon to justify the extended investigation of Rogers and the female, meaning the late hour, the high crime area, the suspicious relationship between the two, the evasive answers to questions, the arrest warrant, and the female's false statement none of these facts are probative of whether there was probable cause to believe that the vehicle contained evidence of a crime without any objective facts that the female's identification would be found in mr rogers vehicle the ninth circuit says that they simply could not endorse such a significant intrusion of a search because the automobile exception didn't apply this search was in fact unconstitutional under the fourth amendment and all evidence and statements derived from the initial stop of the vehicle should have been suppressed under the exclusionary rule if you enjoyed this video if you learned a little bit more about the fourth amendment and the automobile exception and what happens when passengers get arrested during a routine traffic stop Please give my video a thumbs up, subscribe to my channel, and if you're listening to the podcast version of this recording, give my podcast a 5-star review rating. And finally, if you want to support this channel, consider going to my website at lostash.com and looking up some of the merch, including this Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirt, and other merchandise. Thanks for watching.